0: It is Thursday, February 3rd, 2022. It's another edition of Baseball Today. That is my man T. Ploof wearing his Baseball Today sweatshirt. I am Chris Rose wearing my NFL media sweatshirt.
1: Oh, wow. Sucking up. Okay. Well,
0: it's not a question of sucking up. It's a question of I've got to work out right after this. It's a little nippy outside. (laughs) So I try and keep my sweatshirt that won't overheat me but keep me warm at the same time, and and hoodies like that make me too warm. Maybe you need a little bit more sweat in your life. No, I definitely don't. <laughs> I hey, what's definitely. your hat you're wearing? Uh, this is the Sea Wolves. Mm. Yeah, pretty cool one. I like this. I like rotating what to in his the, eye. Uh, what's that?
1: What happened to his eye?
0: Oh, he's mean. He's got like the uh, the Las Vegas Raider Sea Wolf look to him. Okay. No.
1: I couldn't tell if it was like an emo haircut or if that's no. a
0: eye patch. <laughs> that's funny. That's funny. That's funny. Hey, it was one week ago. We were flying back together from beautiful Newark, New Jersey, and that woman had taken her shoes off and put the feet up on the tray table and had a big coat. I've told that story to like 100 people, and they were like, that sounds so gross. It was really bad. Yeah, it was really bad. bad. Can we talk about something more enjoyable? Yes, please. The lockout. OK, so they've met five times in the last 11 days. I've talked to a couple of guys who've been in those meetings. They're like, yeah, we feel like we're making progress and everything. But um, ESPN's Jesse Rogers put out a great column about like dates you need to be aware of as a baseball fan. And the first one is February 15th, the start of spring training. How confident are you that we will start spring training on time?
1: Zero. I mean, Zero. I don't think there's any chance we start spring training as regularly scheduled as in February 15th pitchers and catches report. I don't think so. Zero. Yeah. I don't even think I, I can leave like a
0: one. Really? Not even the, the Michael Jordan. Uh, yeah. 0.001. I don't think so. Oh, what Do a you, bummer you are. I, I look
1: from the people I've been talking to and you said you've, you've been talking to some guys that have been in the meetings that are saying, Oh, we're making some progress. I don't know, man. Every single person I've talked to is pretty uh, pessimistic, and I've grown increasingly pessimistic over the last week. I know we're meeting a lot. We're talking good things, but if you're just knocking heads, knocking heads, knocking heads, and like giving here a little bit, giving there a little bit, it's, just, it's not fast enough.
0: Okay, so the next thing would be the start of spring training games on February 26th. Definitely not happening. I think we,
1: I think that's going to be pushed back as well. Yes. Okay. Maybe. And no, I can't even, you know what? I will give that here. Here's why I'll give that almost 100% chance of happening because there's guys that are going to be in, in spring training, minor leaguers, guys that oh. are uh,
0: uh, non roster invites. So we're going to but, be playing, you think we're going to be playing spring training games with guys that are not on the 40 net? I think there's a really good chance that they
1: try to, to do something like that because, well, one, because these guys have to play. I, I mean, they don't have to play, but they yeah, they to, have to play. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um. So I, I I've heard some rumblings that, that that's, that might be going on.
0: By the way, major leaguers won't like look at, at those guys with a stink eye. Right. They understand that those kids, they got to do what they're told. Right. It's not like, I mean, they're not protected by the union. Yeah. They're not
1: protected by the union. So no.
0: the union should not get mad at those kids when their bosses tell them, "Hey, get your ass on that field." Those that's not scab like. I'm sorry, it's not.
1: I I'll, I agree with that take. I think there might be a few guys who are teetering the line where it's like they'd have to make a decision because, you know, they've been part of the union or, you know, stuff like that. So there are some guys that are fringe, but uh, for the most like minor leaguers, they really have no contr- they have to go do it. It's their career.
0: Right. And I think that I think I don't want to speak for major league players, but I would say this. I really don't think that's going to be the end all be all like you're not breaking, you know, you're not crossing the picket line or something like that is so like 1980s mentality. That's some bullshit. If that's the way you're thinking today, that's not what the hang up is of these conversations.
1: I mean, if you're represented by uh, on the 40 men roster and represented by the union, then
0: that is a big thing. But when you're you're not not, right then, Right
1: that's a different subject.
0: All right. Last one quickly, March 31st, start of the regular season.
1: This is. It's just how if we do get something done within the spring training time, how quickly can we be ready? I don't know. I don't know if teams want to push guys. I don't know if players want to be pushed. We have spring training for a reason. It's to get, you know, ramped up for the 162. Now, have I talked on this show about needing to shorten spring training before? Yeah. So it can be done, but I think in this instance, when we don't know and we're just kind of inching our way towards, I I think they might try to extend it. We might miss some games.
0: All right. Realistically, how much time do players need? So they're not putting, so that they're not putting their health at risk.
1: Pitchers need more and and you can try to simulate like game speed as much as you want in, in practice, but you can't, you just can't like, you need to have some games. I would say two weeks of games is, is, is good for everybody. Two As weeks like, like the, the quickest, yeah. The quickest that we need to get ready,
0: yes. Yeah, but if we do that, like let's not rush to a date here. I mean, this thing has all been fucked up. Okay, we get it. The lockouts now gone on more than two months. It feels like there hasn't been a ton of progress made. But let's not rush to get the meal done here. Because what's gonna happen is you're gonna have guys blowing out a lot of hundred percent. Do you I mean? Just to hit a March thirty first start date does not make sense to me because I want to make sure that the Jacob deGroms of the world are there for six months. I don't want to see them for three and a half.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. I don't think either side will want to rush into it just because of that. And I'm saying two weeks of games, there needs to be some lead up to the games. And that's and that's only if you're saying I know what all of my pitchers and catchers have been doing to get in shape. But guess what? what? It's a Fucking lockout, Chris. You can't even talk to your players. Unbelievable! You're so dumb that you locked them all out. So you know, two weeks on a regular year is of games I think could work. This year is, yeah, we're gonna. It's the the chance of losing games is is I would say outweighs the chance of not losing games. And I don't think anybody thinks that's a hot take or anything like that. Right. The way this has been going, inching along, it's just the reality of the situation.
0: All right, let's hit a couple other things quickly. Um, Still a ton of big-name free agents out there, including guys who have been faces of franchises that could be on the move. So I'm going to give you three names here. Which one would you like to see change teams just in terms of interest the most? Clayton Kershaw, Freddie Freeman, or Kenley Jansen?
1: I mean, the most interesting is obviously Freddie Freeman. Like he's got a he's got some really good years left, and he'd be able to leave Atlanta at the top, and then slide over to LA, you know, or New York, mm-hmm. and just be in playoff contention year after year after year again in a massive market. Everyone talks about how funny Freddie Freeman is. I think if you go to an LA or New York. You know, like, there's going to be more exposure for him, so I think that's really fun. I'd like to see Kershaw in a Rangers uniform. I like to see the Rangers like keep spending money and like be good, like they want to be all of a sudden, but I don't think that's going to happen. Uh, so I'll say Freddie, Freddie, Freddie in LA will be just like,
0: hmm, I, I agree. I, I think Freddie Freeman would be fantastic in part because the one thing we don't talk about Freeman when, when it comes to Freddie Freeman, he is an everyday baseball player, he has missed seven regular season games in the last four years, seven and his lowest OPS eight ninety two over that four year span. So not only is he there every day, he's dominant every day. He can be a total swing guy. A lot of people say with a guy like Kenley Jansen, who I believe has had at least 62 appearances in eight of the last 10 years. And one of those was obviously the shortened pandemic season. Another one, he was a little banged up, but he's there to answer the bell all the time. And he's still an 11K per nine guy. But Freddie Freeman on the move would be something sensational for baseball because he could totally, totally swing not only a division, but maybe an entire league. The power shift.
1: You know, think about Kenley, too. Like people in L.A., like it's it's hit or miss with him. Sometimes they love him. Sometimes they hate he's him.
0: underappreciated.
1: He's underappreciated, and if he goes somewhere else and does this thing, I think I think a lot of people in LA be like, "Dang, like I, I miss Kenley. I miss yeah. California Love coming out and watching him, you know, blow dudes away with the cutter." And if they do, if he does go somewhere else, like, and you have someone else step up in the bullpen, it's not guaranteed he's going to give you what Kenley right. gave you. That's for damn sure.
0: He had one shitty series last year against the Giants, and then people will always hold it against him that he wasn't the guy closing out the World Series that it was Urius instead that they had to go to a starting pitcher to close out the world series in 2020. And that's not fair. He's been so good over the last, Hey, decade. the
1: giants did that too. When they had bum gardener close yeah. out every
0: damn game. Like it, it happens th- in the place. You ride the hot uh, hand. Hey, by the way, the Astros did it with Charlie Morton. Like it happens guys. That's how, that's how games are managed in the world series in the playoffs these days. Uh, ESPN did its uh, top 100 players of all time. The highest ranked active player. No big surprise. Mike Trout, who checked in fifteenth overall, I believe, just ahead of Joe DiMaggio and just behind Greg Maddox. Why are you smiling? Is he even thirty yet? Is he? 30? He, just, he turned thirty last August. Oh my god! Yeah,
1: he's the fifteenth best player ever. Already.
0: Right. Right. And I think there were twenty thousand ballots cast by people at ESPN who cover the sport and are editors of the sport and all sorts, all sorts of crazy stuff. And listen these these lists are created so that your blood gets boiling right like we all sit there and babe bruce number one on their list you kidding me you know he he only played against certain players all that sort of stuff just keep that in mind they're creating i I
1: think that too
0: yeah i do too but they're creating (laughs) these lists so that you get pissed off so that you read the content so keep all of that in mind um lists are made so that you can argue and motherfuck people Okay. With all that being said, once his career is over, how high can Mike trout get on this list?
1: I don't really know. You want you'd want to think he could go to the top, but the but obsession with Babe Ruth and the top might never go away. I mean, yeah, what all things considered, you know, and all those things you were talking about before with Babe Ruth, how you know he didn't play integrated baseball. And basically, I mean, if you <laughs> If you just kind of watch some of the footage, I get we have to take it, you know, for its his era, we have to like include that in our thought process. But um when you watch Mike play and, and the type of baseball we play today and just the, the way he's been able to excel year after year after year and consistently just be great if he does that, if he continues to he has to continue the pace, obviously. Right. I think most of us think he'll at least continue at six, seven. War pace for the foreseeable future, and then hopefully he continues to go at a you know four or five war pace towards the end of his career. He probably won't reach Beirut war, but it's hard, it's hard to say like that. This all isn't right, well, the best player of all time when you watch him.
0: L- let's start with the simple stuff. The guys we saw play because it's hard for us. We we see highlights about Willie Mays. We can talk to family members and friends who saw Willie Mays play and stuff like that. It's hard for us to have a definitive opinion because. I never saw him swing a bat. Okay, next in line is Greg Maddox ahead of him. Greg Greg yeah, Maddox is really lead. good. <laughs> he was, he was, you know. And so, what would it take for him to get past Greg Maddox? Probably another MVP or two, is my guess. Ahead of him is Ken Griffey Jr.
1: God, that's a lot of really good names. I understand that. I understand that. And when you really look at the list, like I think like Willie Mays. <laughs> I told you this before the show. I think Willie Mays and Ted Williams are like my interchangeable one twos, right. You know, with, and again, I didn't see these guys play, but I've seen highlights and I've read about them and um, you, you can look at their numbers. Uh, but you, you trying, know amazing. To, I, think, I think he's easily going to win more MVPs. This is all assuming he stays healthy. I think he, there's at least two more MVPs in his, in his future.
0: Except that we've talked about Shohei Otani, like how in the Ohtani. world, right? <laughs> Like, how could you not vote him as the most valuable guy? I right? forgot Trout about. I, f- might I forgot not be about the most Otani guy on his
1: team. I don't. Yeah, I mean, look, those two are going to be one-two for the for the foreseeable future, and Otani might just go gangbusters and win five in a row. Yeah, but unless they now, have the fatigue we talked about. So now that Trout basically missed four my head months, is spinning right now. My head is spinning right now. I know. I'm, I'm in a pretzel.
0: This this is exactly what ESPN wanted. One thousand percent. Right now, you have to figure out how is it that Mike Trout wins another MVP? And I think it's a legitimate (laughs) question. He has to be so much better than a healthy Shohei Ohtani.
1: He's going to count on the fatigue like we talked about.
0: Well, you got to count on that. Okay. The other thing is, is that now that a guy like Vladimir Guerrero Jr. had such a monster offensive season, if. Toronto is significantly better team-wise, and the numbers with Trout are so similar. How could you actually vote Mike Trout over a guy like Vladimir Guerrero Jr.? Right, I mean, he's got. A, there's a lot of stuff going against Trout getting another MVP, in my opinion.
1: I think Otani is the the problem.
0: Yeah, there. I would agree.
1: Holy man, I can't believe they did that to me.
0: A lot going on
1: lot going on right now. And look, I still think Chod has, has a chance to be number one. Mm-hmm. Like I said, it might not be an overall career war, but I think the circumstances surrounding and the time era, all that good stuff will eventually play to his benefit.
0: All right. Last one. Uh, MLB, the show we talked about the other day, came out with uh, Shohei on the cover. They also came out with the promo, which was awesome. It was kind of like a superhero cartoon sort of deal. If you could take one player past or present and turn them into a superhero cartoonish character and build something around him who would it be?
1: The first person that came to mind was Randy Johnson, like Ooh. you know, he, he is kind of he looks kind of like a cartoon character already, yeah. like real lanky, those like fireballs he's killed things already with his pitch, like he's kind of that's the one guy I thought. And he doesn't have to be a hero, he could be a villain. Ooh.
0: You know, uh, mine is definitely a hero. Okay, tell me. And we're calling it Big Sexy. <laughs> I mean, is there a better cartoon character than Bartolo Colon? You know,
1: he's an inspiration for a lot of people. Right? I'll say that I mean, right now.
0: You started out with the grabbing of the belly <laughs> and then show the amazing athleticism. Everybody that's ever played with him talks about how a freaking witch of an athlete he is right? The amazing behind the back toss that he did and hitting the home run off of James Shields and the place goes nuts. Like he is, he is every man (laughs) while still being, having superhero tendencies.
1: Have you seen his workouts too that he does? Like with the band,
0: (laughs) right? Does great stuff. I'm telling you, man, I could market that shit and sell it to Netflix in a second. You don't think we could squeeze three seasons out of big, sexy, the cartoon. I love it. Oh my gosh. They only need three. They only want you for three seasons at Netflix. That's it. And then you're gone.
1: Oh, Bartolo, man. Get Bartolo in the dugout. All right. What do you got coming up on John Boy? Before we get into all that, I got something to tell you. We talked about asking uh, your neighbors, whoever, five. Yes. Baseball players. I did it for a couple of different people. Okay. One was um, my neighbor, Michelle. If people know Nameless Jeff, this is Nameless Jeff's wife. and I said, Michelle, can you name me five players? And she named um, Mookie Betts. Mm-hmm. She named Clayton Kershaw. Mm-hmm. She named Justin Turner. And she named me. And that was it.
0: <laughs> well, that's four. So she's she counting.
1: Then I asked, and that's you know she's a Dodger fan, so I get it. Right. Then I asked my baseball team. We had our first practice yesterday. I asked my baseball team. These are six and seven year olds, basically. Okay. I said, give me your one. I said, give me your favorite baseball player. Only two of them could, out of 10 people that were there yesterday, only two of them could name a baseball player. What?
0: Oh, that's. Lukey Betts
1: was the only one that was mentioned mentioned twice. Oh, my God. So, you know. My job, and I do this with all my teams, I, I give them baseball cards and I say, go read about this player. Go learn nice. about this player. I, I've never had to do it this much. This is going to be a, a rough year for me as far as baseball knowledge, but I'm going to do my best. And before, I, before the season is over, these kids are going to know a ton of
0: baseball players. Oh, but let's it. go. That's really depressing. <laughs> all right, what, what you do you got, man? Coming up on John Boy, since uh, nobody knows who baseball players are.
1: It's tough, man. These guys play baseball, too.
0: Um, uh we had an
1: episode drop yesterday i think uh-huh. i don't know we did something what did okay. we do yesterday yeah well no we're talking baseball that's great as always yeah.
0: we've got the glass now issue that's coming out the episode that that is out i should say a lot of it's actually gotten a lot of press because he talks about his future in tampa bay yeah. uh getting back throwing shortly um a lot of a lot of good stuff in there and he's always super entertaining uh later this morning i am Going to be taping with Zach Plisak of the Cleveland Guardians. Very much looking forward to that. Cannot wait to be honest with you. Um, Really fun, loving dude. Three sport athlete in high school. Rumor has it he feels like, because he actually played, uh, he hit in college at Ball State. He's one of those pitchers that feels like if he had been given the opportunity, he could have been a two way player. So we'll be talking about that.
1: I only give that stamp of approval to very few. I'm going to have to listen to the interview and kind of do my yeah. own research on this.
0: And then, uh, so we're probably going to tape and hold that one because uh, tomorrow I'm getting Miguel Rojas back, which is great. Looking forward to catching yes. up with Miggy. And our guest is supposed to be Christian Yelich of the Milwaukee. Wow. Group. Yeah.
1: Yelly. he just was yeah. at a really nice wedding I saw on his Instagram. Oh. Ask him about that.
0: Was it a hoity-toity one? Yeah,
1: it was in Mexico. Nice resort there.
0: Okay, nice. All right, bud. Um, go teach your kids some baseball players. God, that's just I'm gonna have it's to. It's tough. It was tough that for one me. Off. Gonna have to go. Shake hey, shout out Mookie off.
1: Betts, though. Everyone knows Mookie. Yep,
0: that's good, neighbor. Um. So listen, everybody continue to have a great day. Thank you, as always, for consuming our content here at John Boy Media. We do not take that lightly. We know you have a lot of choices out there, so thank you very much. Seriously? What stop on the minor league tour was that? Or is that from Crespi?
1: It's a Red Wings thing. It's my favorite cup because it's so big I can just crush water with it. Red uh, Rochester? Yeah, it's got Kyle Gibson, Ben Revere, and Denard Spinn also.
0: Oh, great ones. Yeah. I mean, uh, I loved Span. I loved Span. He and. That's uh, awesome. Yeah. You know who else I loved? But I don't know if he was around much for. He was Jock Jones. Yeah, I know Jock. Hilarious, dude.
1: Span has some. There's some funny origin stories with Span. He's a pretty raw baseball player, like more of a. I think he was a receiver or cornerback yes. in high school. I think he was a receiver. And there's there's stories that he came and would hit with his hand split. He he was a first rounder. What? Yeah. Hitting
0: with his hands. hands This is how good of an athlete. This guy is my God. And he turned into a hell of a ball player. Mm -hmm. Really good career. Solid. All right. Listen, we will see everybody next week on, uh, on Tuesday. I do believe. Can't wait. Let's do it. It'll be fun. Have a great weekend. There's no NFL except for the pro bowl, whatever that means. Start teaching your kids about baseball players. Go ask your friends top five and think of some uh, baseball players that can be turned into cartoon characters. That's simple. That's your homework assignment, everybody. That's it. Thanks very much for tuning into baseball today. We'll see you soon.